people often accuse Judaism of being very focused on minutiae. And I have spoken about this before, like why is Judaism so focused on details and stuff like that. Um, and people have a lot of difficulty with with how legalistic sometimes Judaism is. But I'll tell you, I think I had a new insight into... Well, I don't know if it's a new insight, but I had an insight into this recently. I've been traveling quite a bit lately, and I witnessed um, in the past uh, past few weeks a few cases of theft. Um, theft by people who are pretty... just seem like normal, regular people. I was on a plane. I flew out of a... Um, on a small airline... Um, out of Stewart Airport, which was a pleasure because it's such a nice, chilled-out little airport. In any case, I got on the plane and we were flying on um, Airbus, I think it's called, or uh, some Skybus. Sorry, Skybus. So Skybus, they sell the food. You have to pay for all the food. A lot of airlines are doing that now. They were going, coming, came around with a tray of muffins and whatever other stuff, and they were selling the muffins for I think they were two dollars each or three dollars each or something like that. So um, after they finished uh, selling the muffins, the stewardess was cleaning up somewhere. I see a guy come up to the um, to the front, walk past me with his little kid, and um, to take the kid to the bathroom. And there's a couple of muffins sitting there, and uh, he looks around. There's no stewardess watching, and he takes a muffin, and he eats it, and he shares it with the kid. And um, I mean that's theft, right? I mean this it's their muffins. They're selling them. You may think it's obnoxious to sell a muffin on a plane. You may think the price is high, but it's, heck, it's their muffin. And here he is. The guy stole a muffin, just like that. Um, and later on, um, he was standing there schmoozing with the stewardess. Pleasant, nice guy, nice to his kid, yeah, whatever. But he stole. That is definitely theft, and he stole. Um, I was at a store, and they had these little... Um, it's a pizza store, and they had these little things that you can, in a basket, uh, little sweet, deep-fried dough things, <coughs> full of cholesterol, um, and uh, you could buy them. Anyway, um, there's a guy standing at the counter. He asks the owner of the restaurant, how much are these? He says, oh, they're whatever, 50 cents each, 75 cents each. He says, okay. Um, anyway, um, the owner goes into the kitchen to get the pizza off falafel, and this guy takes one. Okay, it is admittedly seventy-five cents, but seventy-five cents is seventy-five cents, and that is still theft. And you know, when I saw these, I started noticing. I, it's 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 not a not a good thing, I don't know, but I started noticing little pieces of little 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 theft every now and again. I was in another restaurant. My, I mean, you must think this is terrible. But I, I keep seeing thefts, but a woman comes in. I heard her order uh, fried fish, a piece of fried fish, and. Um, they served her the fried fish. She eats it. And then she calls over the waitress and uh, who didn't take the order because she ordered it at the counter. And she said she ordered grilled fish and the fried fish is very bad for her. And she'd like her money back. And the restaurant was nice and they gave her her money back. And basically she left and she had stolen. So um, my guess is there's, there's theft that goes on of that sort quite a bit. Um, and, you know, the sages tell us that at the time of the flood... One of the great, uh, the, it says the world was full of theft and violence. And one of the types of theft that was very common is people would steal from someone just a little bit. Because you see, strictly speaking, they'd say if it's less than a certain amount, uh, what's called shave prutta, but a little bit. 
And, and I take it it's not really theft because it's not really a significant amount of money according to law. And uh, so you'd have some guy who was selling something and every person who walked by would just take a little bit, you know, just, just a little bit because the little bit that I'm taking is not really theft. It's less than legal tender. It's not really a shave pruta. It's not, it's not such a big deal. And they'd take it. And the guy would end up with uh, half his stuff, uh, you know, or most of his uh, wares taken without being paid for. So it's type of like the death of a thousand cuts, you know, but on a financial level. So person tells me, yeah, it's only a little thing, sort of big deal. What, what does, what does one muffin count to an airline like Skybus? Well, who knows? It's a pretty small airline. Maybe one muffin does count, but who cares? That's not the point. The point is not how much it counts to them. The point is that I, uh, did an act of stealing. And, um, I guess people rationalize it or people don't think about it. So there was a great rabbi called Rabbi Zayah Karelitz, the Chazon Ish. And he speaks about the study of ethics and the improvement of ethics, etc. But you know what he says? He says a very interesting idea. This is in his book called Emuna Ubitachon, uh, which is trust and faith, or faith and trust. In the book he says that the way to achieve ethical greatness and ethical perfection is by study and fulfillment of the minutiae of law. That is to say, if you are aware of the law, he says if you are aware of the details of the law and you try as much as possible to observe the details of the law, he says, of course it will shape you as an ethical person. He says, because you could have the most wonderful ethical ideals, you could be a very nice guy, you could schmooze with a stewardess, you could be polite to the waitress, um, you could be, uh, you could buy a large pizza at the store, uh, but in all those cases, uh, if you're not careful about the details of your actions, if you're not Either you don't know about it, you're just not aware of these details, and you don't think of them as theft or anything like that, or because you don't care because it's just a small thing, then, then, folks, that is going to lead to ethical corruption. That is going to lead to corruption of the personality. And um, and even if it doesn't lead anywhere, that in itself, I think, is, is corruption. So, so that's a, just another approach. Why do I say this around Pesach time? I guess because one of the reasons is if you look in the Torah itself, many, many times when it repeats uh, the fact that God took us out of Egypt, it says uh, it says it regarding um, uh, theft, it says it regarding uh, corruption, it says it regarding oppression of people, treatment of strangers. In other words, the exodus from Egypt is there uh, as a reminder to us that we are ultimately servants of God. The world is not ours and we have to treat it. Uh, according to his commandments and according to his laws, uh, whether it be in the big things or in the small things, we have to keep it in every single manifestation of it. And uh, so, basically, um, we shouldn't be thieves, uh, you know. And I'm just picking this out as an example. And I'm sure these people were nice people. And it could be I misinterpreted. Maybe the guy paid ahead of time, although didn't see anything like that, and he was looking around to see the stewardess was not there. Maybe the people did pay and add 75 cents to the pizza, although when they were paying, I didn't hear them say that. Maybe the woman really did make a mistake, and she was just forgetful, and who knows. I don't know, and really we should judge people favorably. But nevertheless, right, um, and if I haven't judged these people favorably and they're listening, please forgive me, um, but 
I, I do think that these things happen, even if in those cases I judge people favourably. I have a suspicion this type of stuff does happen more uh, than we're aware, and certainly uh, we can't necessarily always stop other people, but uh, we can certainly stop ourselves from doing this. And uh, the one, one way to do it is focusing on the details, not ignoring the details, and studying what the law says about the details. That's the way, according to the Chazon Ish, to get to ethical perfection.